You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads, but on a case by case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at two, five, ten, or twenty-five dollars and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Well, first season didn't have Conan in New York, so it sucked. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> End of story. Welcome to What the If with Mark Maron. Is, wait a minute. Wrong <laughs> Could have been good, but you fucked up. No, you should have recovered those Conan rights, Marvel. I don't know what to tell you. No, I'm just teasing, obviously. What If is the latest in the Disney Plus shows from the MCU. I should have been expecting what it ended up being. The fact that I didn't was my fault. That this would not be... Just like the comics, where they're not connected. It's just no. one, one thing after another. Yeah, the, the prospect of them doing something which is just like, hey, this is a bucket that we throw all our crazy ideas into. Right. No, not so much. This is going to stand in service for the Marvel Cinematic Universe in general, as all sensible people knew it would. <laughs> Yeah. Well, myself that, included. So, this is exactly what I thought this was going to be. Ha ha, you're dumb, Chris. I, dumb. <laughs> I hoped for the best. What if what? I were in charge of this review? It what? would have gone so much better because I knew what we were reviewing. Go. What if you weren't a dope? <laughs> Call what me if? a dumb optimist who believes in the power of hope and goodness. You are but. a dumb optimist that believes in the power of hope and goodness. Well, what, if? what if I told you that never worked? <laughs> what if Disney didn't care about money? <laughs> <laughs> they would have still made everybody could use Mickey Mouse. Fuck copyright. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, like, what if Mickey Mouse had become Captain America? I would have watched DuckTales <laughs> for everyone. But what that turned into what if Kingdom Hearts was an animated series? Oh, God, God. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. You're right. That was a mis- huge mistake. They'd be like, so they'd be like, soon we're gonna bring in all the Final Fantasy characters into the MCU. Oh, no, Jesus no, you're Christ. not, and stop. <laughs> <laughs> Square, you stay over there. Disney, you stay over here. Anyway, uh, I'm Chris. This is the review for What If. Joining me is... Oh! Tessa! What if I told you I was actually named Marco? <laughs> would you believe me? Yes, you would, because would. why would I yeah. lie about Record, that? Recorded with you many times. Yes. So. My I mean, name is Jeffrey The element Wright. of surprise has been squandered long time ago. <laughs> Alright, so we've got nine episodes here of the show that, as we've already established, is things seem at first like maybe they're just gonna be, oh, it's like the comics. Each one is a separate what if, as the watcher, voiced by Jeffrey Wright, goes, I like to watch. <laughs> he is a little nice. creepy. It is, yeah, a little, <laughs> always been a little creepy. Yeah, been that creepy since Westworld, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, so there's a myriad of possibilities out there, endless multiple parallel universes where different things happen. So what if one thing happened differently? And then here's the story. But of course, because as aforementioned, I'm a big dum-dum, didn't <laughs> predict that these would all 
end up being very intentionally wrapped up into more or less a two-part finale. Well, and he, he also, you know, very tellingly in that, in his opening spiel each time, he's like, I'm going to show you these new worlds. And you're kind of, at least if you put it together, you're like, oh, well, all that multiverse fuckery in Loki has ended up, and now here we are, we have tentacle Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's kind of babysplaining for people who after Loki are still like, okay, go over the multiple universe thing thing because i still don't get it <laughs> okay so for every marvel no, property no, no, this uh, there's one world that's just me. pornography of no. that <laughs> <laughs> of course there is that which that's rule 34 though not rule 616 so uh, yeah the fact that these are new stories these aren't the what if stories that you grew up with well i'm not saying explain it to me my yeah. point was that the show oh, no. exists to explain it to people who still don't get parallel universes after loki who are like or, what are they doing or in the even MCU? Just the Halloween episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah, right? We've you know? Seen, you think you everyone would figure it out by now, but I've seen plenty of people online going mad about scritch, it. Scritch, scritch, scritch on their <laughs> or, heads. Or like, this isn't how this works. I'm like, no, this is exactly how What If Girls works. Girls don't have shields. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> well, Wonder Woman has a shield. So. <laughs> That's a different universe. Yes, That's DC. Universe. Doesn't count. Never the twain shall meet. It's Marvel's What If, but it's really Avengers What If. Except but... for their Huckleberry Finn Marvel crossover. Anyway, yeah. this started off with What If Captain Carter were the first Avenger, which is Sharon Carter, if she ended up becoming Captain America and getting... Peggy the Carter. Sorry, Pe yes. Peggy Carter, not Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Carter's the criminal one. Very now. different. Ooh. Yes. I think there was a, a very strong... Yay! I always wanted to see what that would be like, especially from those of us who really liked the show Agent Carter quite yeah. a bit yeah. and wanted more of her. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I can live with a parallel universe where she she is a, what, now she's just Captain Carter. I can more than live with it. I can yeah. be very for I, it. <laughs> Peggy Carter is my favorite part of What If. Yeah. Haley Atwell is a treasure, and just having her back in the MCU is always a good time. I mean, I'm just glad they finally got them back in. This is a great opportunity to bring back folks that we thought we've lost along the way. I mean, what a wonderful opportunity to bring back Chadwick Boseman, yeah. the late Chadwick Boseman, Which but is... also the guy who played Killmonger, Blanky Michael, Michael Jordan. Michael, yes. Michael B. Jordan. You know, I never thought we'd get to have him back, and now we do. It's cool. Well, so the second episode is, what if T'Challa became a Star-Lord? He didn't become Black Panther. Instead, he took Peter Quill's place, basically, and becomes a much better Star Wars. <laughs> yes. that... when, you, when you get someone who isn't a clown to do it, no. it, it, no. it ends up saving the entire universe. No, really, the title of that episode should have been What If I Told You Peter Quill is Actual Trash and is the single greatest threat to the entire universe. Pretty much. Oh, and dear. then we have, for the third episode, What If, right at the beginning of sort of like the Avengers Initiative post-Iron Man, somebody was assassinating all of the Avengers yes. before they had a chance to properly become the Avengers. Which so they would. it's like a murder mystery. Honestly, this was my least favorite one out of all of them, partially because I think that the villain when revealed is like, there's literally no information anywhere in either this episode or in the MCU to suggest that's who that would have been. Really? I, like, I figured I, it out. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. How so? How I so? mean, it's not my favorite episode, but I, I don't understand why you, because I don't want to spoil it right now, but I don't understand why that twist was so, I just oh, that's just too weird. Because that the character's sense. backstory, he has reasons to yeah. be pissed off if he- I don't know, I didn't he, see it. You, so well, he, he literally he, comes hey, out and says, this is why I'm angry I, I, and I why I'm I can't believe it. I'm having to explain this to you, Marco, but some people choose darkness, okay? You know, <laughs> choose darkness some of us had darkness reality. thrust upon them, Bo. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, but then we have, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Okay, not literally his heart, but like, you know. Metaphorically. Metaphorically, where his lady dies in the car accident and he just 
keeps trying to figure out how keep to trying fix to make that happen. And, and the answer yeah. is t- <laughs> the answer is tentacle porn. That's what happens. Lots yes. of tentacle porn. She's like, stop trying to bring me back to life and make it happen. They they yeah. they had a couple of like tentacly moments in this whole series. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. they're apparently I know that's your favorite thing. One, yes, I've because your one alternate universe is it's just whoops all tentacles. Yeah. Well, it's the same beast. This is, that's this why. is the hentai pornography universe you were talking about. Yeah. The idea being like, what if Strange was so obsessed with this one thing, even though everyone. Like this is a terrible idea. Stop it! That literally, he's willing to break any, Hell, every at, magic at, rule there is at, to do it. At this point, Rachel McAdams is is like showing up at Comic Con, going like, "I swear to God, I was in that movie." <laughs> <laughs> and then there's what if zombies? Because of course they were going to do Marvel zombies have been a huge license yeah. to print money for Marvel in the comics books form. Have they ever appeared in any other Marvel animated stuff or anything? I'm not, not sure. that I am aware of. It was fun, but I've read all at least the first four runs of Marvel zombies. I always thought it was wow. a g- good time. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is dumb, but it's good dumb and just in time for spoopy season too. And, indeed and i was like okay that's cool we knew this was going to happen at some point and uh, i was not displeased with it uh then we get what if killmonger rescued tony stark i actually heard a lot of people say this was their least favorite yeah of them. i'm probably okay. in that boat too yeah it couldn't hold me it, it's a it was a attention. weird mix you know because it's like of all the stuff that you could pick in the timeline that's like Really? That? Uh, okay. And, you know, you you see how it plays out. But a lot of the other episodes had me, like, going, hey, that is an interesting point. What if that happened? And this one was not a, like, I wasn't wondering this question at all. <laughs> yeah, like, three of these are basically, what if this person was this other person? Mm. And I kind of got a little tired of that. I think that's one of my few complaints is at least three of these stories are, what if this person was that person and instead of coming up with, like, totally new scenarios. I, I, that, that is true. But what if beans were peas? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on the bean, actually, because some of them are technically. That's true. Okay. But they're both legumes. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. This one was like, all right, so right before Tony Stark gets captured, he's rescued by Killmonger, and Killmonger is my best friend, and I trust him with everything, which we all know is probably a mistake, and of course... It, it is, was. in fact, a mistake. <laughs> then we get, what if Thor were an only child? Which is definitely one of the episodes they're like, let's just have fun on this one. Yes. Just, th- Thor, party guy, comes to Earth and almost parties Earth to death. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Yeah, That's like how you I do. feel partying in my mid-30s anyways, so. <laughs> and then we have, basically, it's a two-parter ending. First, what if Ultron had won? Obviously would have been bad, but it gets even worse when Thanos shows up just poking around. And he's like... <laughs> SWAT. Yeah. <laughs> Give me them infinity stones. <laughs> Maybe, you know, and, and, and I know I'm, I still have very mixed feelings about the whole two part wrap up, but, but that, the scene where Thanos shows up is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, really, like, you should have just oh, kept wow. it all. Thanos gets a lot of shit in this series, and I, I'm kind of here for it. Same. Because they have set up Thanos as this terrible, terrifying, intimidating big bat, and he's just a joke the entire What If series, and that's kind of fun. And Loki as well, when you point out that the, in that whole realm, the Infinity Stones literally don't do anything. Yeah. They're just like pretty paperweights. <laughs> There's definitely a sense that Marvel is getting the audience ready for Phase 4. Yeah. They're reminding you of all the things that happened in phase three and in ways that are both subtle and totally not subtle going, hey, remember that stuff that was super important? Oh, it's so not important now. You're in another direction altogether. The universe almost ended pretty much because of Thanos and these stones. That was how big it is. Well, literally, there are beings in the universe who didn't even notice it was happening. Yeah, Thanos, they don't care. But the last episode is what if the Watcher broke his oath, which is basically like, okay, this whole Ultron thing. This that sucks for that universe. Oh wait, now he's going to another universe. Now he's going to another. Wait, he can see me. Um, 
I'm breaking my ass. Yeah. <laughs> and he gathers together the heroes or arguable heroes from all the previous episodes, more or less, Which or is elements an, of may, them. May I just say, is an interesting assortment, to yeah. say the least. <laughs> and also makes us realize that there was actually supposed to be 10 episodes this season because yes. they pulled the episode that featured Gamora very heavily. Because in that, like, ending thing, like, making, like, the amazing team. Yeah. They're like, Gamora, you've been chosen. And we're all like, all wait right. a minute. Wait, where was she? In where the- was that episode? <laughs> yeah. But it got, I guess it got pulled because they ran out of time or there's huh. some COVID-related things. I didn't even know that. And so yeah. that episode is going to be in the next season. Okay. Right. They're going to bring it back in. Oh, okay. So it'll, like, retroactively explain it. But it's kind of like that one missing episode from X-Men, the, the animated series, where Dark Phoenix dies and then she's fucking back the next episode. There's this episode oh, in between. You mean like the actual comic series? <laughs> yeah, there's the, the in between like episode where Scott is grieving and all like. Uh, so and then they somebody bring was back. like, "That's boring." Get yeah, rid of that they got rid of that episode. It was just gone. So they kind of that happened here. Okay, is yes. there, does she just disappear again? And then there's one episode where he's nailing Madeline Pryor and then she's back again. <laughs> I should point out that that episode that Tessa's referring to. We only get a little bit of that story in the final episode. And it's been clear that in that universe, Gamora killed Thanos. So it just keeps going down to this idea of like, in every fucking timeline other than our own, Thanos is a joke. Oh, no. Doctor Strange totally fucking lied. I, know, so yeah. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. T'Challa like just had a cup of coffee with the guy and got him to change his plans. We could have just talked to the guy. Yeah, like no one is like, we could have done that. Well, yeah. I mean, that's been one of the, that made me laugh so yeah. hard because that's one of the jokes here. Where it's like. Really, your Thanos is like a really obvious yeah. hole in your why, plan. Why, here. why don't you just snap your fingers and make enough available resources for exactly. everybody? You yeah. fucking capitalist you, pig! Anytime it gets low, <laughs> just do it again. <laughs> End yeah. of story. Oh yeah. If you're looking for plot holes, trust me, these last two episodes are going to be your meat because they're like <laughs> semi-sized ones in this. Where it's just like, I don't think you know how to use the things you're purporting to know how to use. Oh uh, yeah. I think they're still ultimately fun. I think part of that. And so not everybody did, but I really liked the style of animation of this. Oh, one. yeah. While I am saying that, while I'm saying they're like, you know, hey, these jigsaw puzzles don't fit together all that well. It's still a fun puzzle. And the picture is really great. The first time you start going like, well, that doesn't make sense because just get your little dumb guy in your brain to go to the smart guy and say, shut up, pretty. <laughs> just smack him around. And smack the shit out of him. Yeah. I, I mean, I think if anything, my biggest problem is just in the last two episodes where ultimately the, there's this fight. And the previous one between Ultron and the Watcher that's like, wow, that's a really cool fight what they did with it. And it looks very tough. And then Ultron is basically pretty roundly defeated by these other people in in the final episode here where I was like, that looked like it should have been harder. Yeah, the suspension of disbelief. And also just like finding an excuse for Captain Marvel not to be around. Like, she's very OP. I love me a powerful lady protagonist, but Captain Marvel definitely levels the playing field in any sort of scenario. I like in the movies, she's like, you know there are other planets in the galaxy than Earth, right? They, right? They, <laughs> they've made her, yeah, they've, and they've made her into such a BFG that it's like, well, what kind of gunfight are we going to have to have to break this out? Yeah. And it's just like, so she's always like, sorry guys, gotta go off and save another galaxy. Somehow, See ya. Somehow this pager is picking up something <laughs> of a couple uh, nebulas over. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not so- to be confused with robot, but I'm like, somebody put her in touch with the Nova Corps, for Christ's sakes. Right. (laughs) There's a police force already out there. You just need to be able to give them- Technically, Nova Corps should no longer exist, because there's a mention in, I think, in Endgame or Infinity War. He's like, yeah, I took the stone 
from Nova Corps, and I just destroyed that entire fucking oh, planet. That's fair. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're all gone? John C. Riley of- and Glenn Close are gone? That's horrible. Oh, no. <laughs> all no, done no. off screen, of course. You're making uh, me sad. I don't like a world without John C. Riley and I Glenn know. Close. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very bleak. Going back to the animation style, there's a sequence in the first episode with Captain Carter, Dr. <laughs> Girlfriend <laughs> Monarch. Dr. John uh, Bronner. Uh, <laughs> but there's a sequence where she punches out this very large Nazi guy, and the whole him like getting KO'd and turning around and the oof face... Mm-hmm was very good um (laughs) that was probably one of my favorite animation sequences but also like the animation style is a bit more 3d rendered kind of reminds me of animation style from the iron giant yeah yeah it's got that kind of with a cel-shaded type feel because it really feels retro it's Mm -hmm. it's clearly cg but has this wonderful like retro hand-painted feel yeah which especially for some of the episodes that are set in the past i think works really really well I mean, look, I, I am a simple man. If you give me, you know, a stirring montage starring a heroic, virtuous hero who is yeeting Nazi pilots out of Messerschmitts while hearing big band swing on the soundtrack, yes. I'm happy. I'm yeah. like, this is great. I love Peggy Carter flying on, you know, Steve Rogers, who is now this skinny guy and basically a prototype of the Mark One Iron Man suit. Right. That's a great team. I want more of that. And the mid credit scene seems to indicate that you will be getting more of that. Yes. So. And I guarantee you some of the stuff that we're seeing in this series is going to play out in some way, at least in the background of Phase 4, the live action films. I think there is going to be like a book or a comic spinoff of one or two of these episodes I heard mm-hmm. something about. I can't yeah. remember which and one. And they have already promised that we're definitely getting more uh, Captain Carter in Season 2. Yes. So much. I mean, so, that would be yeah. excellent. I mean, like I said, the mid credit scene pretty much promises it right there. It goes, yeah, you're seeing more of this. So just get ready. We're, this is exactly what you asked for, kids. Uh, <laughs> we got to go to final thoughts. Marco, why don't you get us started? Everybody comes to this with their own set of expectations. I know people thought this was going to be like, oh, this is like every idea that was too crazy to use in the writer's room. We're just going to turn it into an animated episode. I wish it was. I know that's what people wanted. I know that's what the original comics were largely about. You get little bits of that because there are definitely some stories here. They don't need to be canonical. They don't need to connect to anything. That Thor party one is fairly weak, but it ends up on a little note of like, oh, and by the way, here's Ultron and he's got the Infinity Stones. So they are always building up to each episode. As much as I enjoyed it, yeah, I still had some qualms with it. There were bits that I couldn't tell if they were trying to tell me it was all connected or it wasn't connected. Or some of these universes were connected, but others weren't. It doesn't really matter. All you really need to see, in my opinion, is the first two and the last two. Like any anthology series, it's a mixed bag, and they tend to put the best stuff at the beginning at the end. Those were my favorite episodes. Except for the Doctor Strange one, which we didn't talk about, because that really gives you an idea in Phase 4 what the stakes are. Mm. We've never seen one of these shows where they're like, oh, we always say the day. I give them a lot of credit for that episode going, here's what happens when your hero fails. Mm -hmm. And this is how bad it's going to be. These are the stakes of phase four. This is what it means to lose your universe. I'm looking to see some of that energy and those stakes in their future output. So that got me excited. I'm going to give this eight and a half out of 10 shields with a Union Jack on it, because (laughs) why not? 
Tessa? I was really excited about the series. I actually had a slew of the original comics growing up, the titles of which some were a little odd, probably the weirdest one being What If the Fantastic Four Had Had a Second Child, which I always thought was really strange verbiage. Um, didn't they eventually end up having a second child anyway in the comics? Yes. Well, the, Reed, yes. And, Reed yeah. and Sue did, but yeah. the Fantastic Four did not oh, collectively not make that child. Right, that's fair. <laughs> yes. You don't know. Not, I mean, Cosmic I do Rays. Know. Cosmic Rays. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they didn't quite do you that. Leave Ray out. Of this. I also had like, what if the Punisher had killed Daredevil? Oh, yeah. And what if Spider Man had joined the Fantastic Four? What if Jane Foster had found Thor's hammer? And what so if on? Aunt May was Galactus's hero? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if all these one. things? Um, yeah. What if Aunt May had died? So, like, yeah. what if a lot of characters had died? And funny how many what if books have actually now happened for real in the comics. I know, right? <laughs> they, they really did because we covered the comics for a loose cannon episode, and a lot of it is just like throwing stuff at the wall, like, you know, that stuck pretty well. Let's jam this in there. I was expecting some of that, but I also kind of enjoyed that they ended up doing different stories. Though I did kind of joke that this isn't so much like Marvel's What If as it is Avengers What If. Mm. They did have Black Panther, who's technically not an Avenger, and they did have Doctor Strange, but it really just felt like Avengers What If. But I mean, that's most of the MCU, largely. Mm -hmm, Sure. You know, they don't have mutants and things pulled into there. Yeah, I guess I was kind of expecting what you're expecting, Chris. It was a wider range, maybe and not so much tailored to be tied back into what is currently going on. Something a bit more madcap and out there, which would have been interesting, but I'm fine with what we got. Like, what we got is perfectly acceptable. Some episodes are obviously stronger than others. I like the Peggy Carter and Doctor Strange episodes. I mean, Doctor Strange episode was basically like a Groundhog's Day situation, which who doesn't love a good Groundhog's Day (laughs) montage? I think overall, this was a successful series. I think they did what they set out to do. I would probably give this like 8 out of 10 Hey Earth Girls from Loki. (laughs) Thor? I mean, uh, (laughs) Bo? I think I'm pretty much on the same page of everybody else, other than I'm more in Marco's camp in that this is what I expected. The source material is going to be strictly from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so we're not going to get that many wild cards, which is kind of sad. It, it would have been interesting seeing what they could do with some wackier storylines, but I think as a setup for the series as a whole, it was really good. It accomplished what it set out to do, which was to present and frame the multiverse in a very you know visceral way, but also in that animated format so they could really play around with it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I hope maybe if the series continues to be ongoing, they do take a few more detours than they have, you know, now that they've done the legwork. Generally, even the episodes that some people have not been as impressed with, I still liked quite a bit. One of the best things about this, and one of the best things about the TV series in general is that Hey man, it's, you know, 30 minutes. I give it 8 out of 10 Iron Man suits, which are now firmly in the hand of the military. Remember when that was a big deal in Iron Man 2? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think at worst, the worst episode of this is still, it's fine. Like that, you know? You're like, it's fine. <laughs> Ho-hum. Yeah, like, eh. I mean, I don't know if I'll watch that episode again, but I'll, there's definitely episodes of this I'm going to go back and watch again. And so the, the Captain Carter ones and anything with Chala proving that he would be a better Star-Lord than Peter Quinn, because we're all still a little pissed at Peter Quinn from Avengers, right? <laughs> Am I wrong? Is it Quill? It's Quill. Quill. Sorry, Quill, yeah. We're all still a little pissed at him after uh, He's after an that. idiot. Yeah, he, he is an idiot. That's and his that's whole thing. Last, but it was like, why would you bring this guy on, like, give him, like, a vital part of the final endgame here? Bad call. 
call. Anyway, sorry. I'm just not reviewing <laughs> that. Uh, I, I do think it's good. I love the animation style. It doesn't look anything like what DC is doing with their animated stuff, which they obviously are very prolific with. I mean, there's like a new animated DC movie coming out like once every month and a half pretty much now. So I'm glad they went. We're going a really different direction. And in my opinion, after seeing this, I think DC needs to up their game for their animation. I'm like, yeah, you can do better. And Marvel just showed that you well, could. Marvel's got more money. Yeah, probably. Well, I don't know. DC and less series to, and less they don't have to spread it around as thick. Like if you've got what, 12 animated series? They're like, nope, we got one animated series, and we're going to put all our money in it. Yeah. 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 Not, not, not to mention that the DC has done, like, four of the best comic book animated series in a row. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not knocking them at all. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. <laughs> and I'm just saying, Bruce Tim. Yeah. Bruce Tim. Right. Point is, in terms of just the way it looks, I think this is one of the best-looking superhero animated things you're going to find. It's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I think as long as you're not grumbling the whole time that it's not exactly what you want it to be, you could enjoy it, too. And uh, I'm going to give it 7.5 out of 10 issues of what if coming soon featuring what if Howard the Duck became the Sorcerer Supreme <laughs> I give it 8 out of 10 guys sitting around grumbling and that it's not what they wanted <laughs>